What's the outlook for 5G rollout here in the United States and how will that impact the telecom sector? Ivan finds us with us, Chief Investment Officer, Tigris Financial Partners, and Keith Snyder, Equity Analyst at CFRA Research. This should be an exciting conversation. It's something everybody wants to talk about. Uh, Ivan, I'll start with you. The 5G rollout. Where do you see the winners? I mean, in some cases, we already have 5G on our phones. What does this mean for all of us as investors? Well, it means a tremendously fast network that enables two types of services. It's what will empower autonomous uh, vehicle technology, um, further integrate and connect the Internet of Things. And just to give you an example, it used to take uh, about 24 hours to download a two-hour movie on the 3G network. It took about three minutes to download the same movie on a 4G network. And on a 5G network, it should take less than about 30 seconds. So it's a huge increase in speed and it enables much more real-time interaction in a, computer, in a uh, communication network. That's amazing. I, I like that to really give us some clarity and what we should really understand here. And, and then Keith, I was looking through your notes and I saw you were looking at wireless in particular and, and you know, these are all sort of intertwined and you have a sell on Verizon, a hold on AT&T and a strong buy on T-Mobile. I was sort of fascinated with the sell on Verizon only because so many people hold it. And you talk about some of the risks um, what would be some of the risks here? Explain that to us and why you have a sell. Sure. So Verizon, um, you know, I, first and foremost, their media assets have really weighed them down in the past few years. Um, you know, that acquisition of Yahoo really did not work out the way they thought it would. Um, but then on top of that, you know, on their wireless side, their 5G network has been really heavily reliant on the millimeter wave spectrum. And that spectrum, while incredibly fast, um, has very poor propagation properties. Um, so to deploy a network using millimeter wave, you need a lot of what are called small cells, which are basically, you know, miniature antennas that are just placed everywhere um, because this signal can be blocked by, you know, buildings, trees, um, even clouds in some cases. And so what we saw is when the C-band auction finished up, you know, they had to spend about 45 billion on mid-band spectrum. Um, and to do that, they needed another, you know, 40 billion in debt to fund that. And so... Um, you know, we just think they're really far behind in the 5G deployment, um, not to mention that the spectrum that they did buy in C-band, um, right. you know, some of it's going to be unlocked this year, um, but a good chunk of it won't actually become available to them until 2023. So, you know, that just puts them at a disadvantage. Um, and then looking at T-Mobile's position, um, following the Sprint merger, they have the strongest spectrum position um, in the industry right now. Um, we just think they're well ahead in the 5G race. Um, and, you know, they've had 28 consecutive quarters of leading right. postpaid phone net additions. Um, they've led the industry for that many straight quarters. Um, and so, you know, Verizon just kind of being attacked on all fronts. And then AT&T, we really just don't like their debt position. Um, and again, their media assets, the Time Warner acquisition um, really weighed them down. They brought on all this new debt. Um, they were struggling before the pandemic and then the pandemic happened and it just made things a lot worse. Um, right. And so right. that's, you know, our whole right. thing. That's a good breakdown. I really appreciate you hitting each one of those because I think a lot of people do hold each one of those. Ivan, you've always been a pro breaking these down. Do you agree? Are you in a different position on your opinions on all of this? Keith makes a lot of great points. However, um, I am, have a neutral rating on Verizon. 
However, they are the one of the largest um, cell phone providers, and uh, they will benefit from the ongoing adoption of 5G and people upgrading their phone, consumers upgrading their phone. I do have a buy on AT&T. I do like the Time Warner Media Network, the HBO Max streaming service. I like AT&T's FirstNet, First Responder Network. And um, I think that they are going through a process of right-sizing their balance sheet. They've been selling non-core assets to focus on increasing spectrum and investing in their core businesses of wireless, the 5G network rollout, and their media properties. And I like the AT&T dividend of over 7%. I mean, uh, nobody's cell phone bills getting any cheaper. So over right. time, it's going to continue to increase, and that is an incredible dividend. Uh, unfortunately, we don't cover T-Mobile, but I do agree right, with right. these leadership points and, and quality of execution points on the company. Right. So, Ivan, what might we be missing when we think about the 5G rollout, the world of wireless, towers, our phones? What else should we think about? Well, is it Apple? Like is the, it the, the Crown Castle? Yes. Crown Castle, yes. But I think uh, in the semiconductor sector, I think the companies that will benefit or have benefited and will continue to do so are um, Qualcomm, Skyworks, Corvo, and to a point, um, Intel and NVIDIA. So those are my mm. five semiconductor recommendations. Um, yeah. They have all 5G edge computing, which is also a powerful trend. Um, a lot of uh, cloud service providers have partnerships for edge computing with AT&T and Verizon. So I think that edge computing, cloud computing, fast, high-speed 5G network, yeah. these are all themes that will benefit all of these companies that I just uh, listed. Ivan, thank you. And Keith, I'll give you 20 seconds, 15, 20 seconds, final thoughts. Sure. I mean, we're still very early on in 5G. Consumers really have not embraced it um, to this point. Um, and this year, we're going to see a lot of exciting innovations. Um, you know, they're starting to roll out the 5G network cores. Until this point, they've been actually running all the data through the LTE cores. Um, and so that's going to unlock all those really cool, you know, low latency connections, um, really fast machine-to-machine um, -machine communications. Um, you know, that's where the 5G use case really comes in. Um, and it was touched on, you know, autonomous driving, um, you know, large IoT networks. Yep. This is all um, going right. to be, you know, starting to come out this year. Keith, thank you. Keith Snyder, CFRA Research, Ivan Feinseth, Tigris Financial Partners.